The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Patrick Walker, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. We've got our coffee, and we are raring to go to finalize our previews and make some pick'ems as we get into week four of the NFL season. And... Take a chance and take a look at the Washington Commanders and the Dallas Cowboys. How's it going, everybody? Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Everything's fantabulous. Doing I have to wonderful. say, uh, oh. Black Rifle. Mm-hmm. Okay, So, you know, we took a bag of Black Rifle home. Yeah, we a did. A weeks back when we first started. Yeah. My wife called me this morning, right before I headed this direction, and she was on one. She was, okay. she was hyped. Okay. And Looney Tunes hype. A good, a good, good hype. Let me, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, like yeah. Just, powered up. She was powered up. I said, I said what, what, you, what did you take this morning? She said, well, I may have had a cup of black rifle coffee this morning. So she was fully charged. She was hype. Fully she charged. She was charged up. Yeah, which, so, which one was it? Was it the one where dude, I don't know. you passed to me? No, it wasn't the CAF, like the, the extra caffeine. Yeah, no, it wasn't yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, we didn't, I didn't take that one home. That was... That'd have been. She might have did a cartwheel. I think you, you took home <laughs> the elk one. Some assault. Elk? Flying elk. Flying elk. Which uh, honestly, it sounds like it's got some. Uh, it's got some. It's juice got some to wings. It too. Got some deer antler in there. <laughs> mm, sounds like it's got some wings. <laughs> it's got some, some deer, deer antlers. Gives you wings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some deer antlers. But yeah. Needless to say, it woke her up. So yeah, get your get your black rifle because <laughs> it works. Obviously, you can get them at blackriflecoffee.com. I need some coffee. I didn't get a chance to go grab me any, but mm. I'll get some after the show. You don't have make kids, Kyle. I don't have any safety for you. <laughs> You. <laughs> at, all. at all, you get out of bed when you want to get out of bed. Right, you just roll out That's and start. Point. Just roll out and start partying. Walks out the house. Right. Wants to walk yeah. out the house. Mm-hmm. Be nice, Kyle. It hey. is nice. Enjoy, enjoy it while game. you can, sir. Yep. Enjoy it while you can. Wants to go to bed. That ends for you next year. Yep. Tick, Whoa. TikTok. Mm. TikTok. Mm. It has well. been said. She actually said that to me yesterday. She was like, "Can you imagine that next year we could potentially be hint. getting ready?" And I was like, "Ooh, hint! No, Ooh, no, hint!" No. She just, she just want to see your reaction, Kyle. <laughs> that was it. Wasn't a good that one. Was a, that was a Nolan Ryan fastball. It was, it was a. Uh, what, would you like to? Uh, mm-hmm. What Nolan about a dog? Yeah. <laughs> she threw that hint at one oh three. Yeah, from the bump. One oh three. It wasn't subtle. Four seamer. It's was not <laughs> right subtle. Down Main Chapman. <laughs> Chapman. Right with down Main Street. I can't wait till we have this conversation Ooh. in a year, and it's just gonna be like the announcement, and it's gonna be like, yeah. y'all are just gonna laugh. When, 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 yeah, you're like, you don't like sleep, do you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the sooner you understand, you're no longer in control of this equation. The, yeah, the easier to be on you mentally. It doesn't sound like you have a whole hell of a lot to say in the matter. Yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> not at all. She knows that too. She has all the leverage all right let's let's take a look at some news and notes here for the dallas cowboys heading into week four the washington commanders coming up on the docket they were back on the practice field yesterday yep and uh no changes in the injury report i believe from uh from thursday and i'm trying to find it but it, it looks pretty clean for the cowboys in terms of 
only one guy on the active roster not practicing, and that's Dak. And he was out there, no sea sauce. Mm-hmm. We both saw him um, a little short, little short he's, dink throws. He's couple, doing Dak things. A couple little, little rollouts <laughs> there before practice got started. And he's was only, he doing the Russell Wilson? Or he's he's going through a drive in his head. He's kind of just running thankfully around. not. Thankfully not. Okay. Thankfully not. Wanted to know. He was doing some some left handed tosses. So you know, <laughs> who knows? He might be ambidextrous when he comes back. He did some left handed tosses. I saw him do two little tiny soft yeah. throws with the right hand. He's just got tape on the thumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So making progress. But Cooper Rush set to start this game on Sunday. J. Ron Kirst, Demarcus Lawrence, Connor McGovern, Dalton Schultz, all limited in practice. And Michael Gallup was full. So they are getting healthy at the right time. We'll see if all of those guys are available for this particular game. But that is definitely encouraging. And uh, Micah Parsons, not on this injury report this week, and he told us yesterday that he is night and day mm. this week as far as feeling better from the flu-like symptoms that he had last week and he also said his teammates have been making fun of him too because he was not in the sack column Hmm. against the Giants so danger everybody got one but him huh Uh -huh. he's looking for that to change on Sunday what a what a bum yeah. Man, he's just scrub. Yeah, he's washed. <laughs> oh, darn. What a bust. What a draft bust. But, no, he, he said that he feels 100%. Uh, and he did say that they were kind of poking fun at him, Marcus Lawrence and some of the other guys, because he, he goose-egged. I bet week. it's exactly what we just did. It's mm-hmm. like they just walk around and they just give him the side yeah. eye and just a little bum right. comment and stuff like that because they, they know. Yeah. Everybody they know. knows. They know. But I love the, the playful ribbing because given his competitiveness, nature michael parsons i mean uh, he's gonna have five sacks <laughs> oh, this week carson <laughs> exactly yeah there you go Ugh. oh carson you know exactly what that was yeah. two more lion. two more quick notes oh it sounded like somebody honestly i try to say was it? i still can't say it it was on the pregame show yeah you gotta you gotta throw the t's in yeah i i a lot of people just roll through it and it's almost like two syllables but it's nittany lines i'm gonna work on it i'm gonna work on it i'm trash i couldn't say it i tried it was on the pregame show, yeah. and he was trying to say Barkley versus Parsons. He's excited to see the Nittany Lions. It sounded like Finding Nemo. You got to pay him back for the lollipop. You got to go find that, cut it, and put it on Twitter. No, damn, that's a good point. It's not as good as the lollipop. No, nothing's going to be really good. That would not be topped. I don't think so. No, the way I do it is I just break the syllable. I just put a space right there, so it's Nittany. Next time I'm just gonna say lions. Yeah. I'm sorry for everybody that's listening to the show right now. Shouts out to Penn State. <laughs> what were your other notes, Rob? <laughs> Two quick ones on Cooper Rush. He's recorded an average time of throw to 2.3 seconds, thanks to ooh, our friends ooh. at PFF. Ooh. Ranked second among starting quarterbacks behind only Tom Brady. Mm, He's also trying to be the first quarterback in Cowboys history to win his first four starts mm-hmm. in the NFL. So potentially move over Captain America. And one note on the defense, Cowboys have held all three of their opponents to 19 points or fewer. First time that has happened in the first three games of a season for the Cowboys since 1974. So that speaks to how good this defense has been Cooper so far. Rush is out there playing hot potato, right? As soon as it hits his hand, he's like, oh, it's yep. got to go. Is that a part of the scheme? Yes. Is that just 
play calling. It's Kellen it's, Moore. It's, it's a combination of the scheme and Cooper Rush understanding that it's it's best for his young offensive line to get the ball out as quickly as possible. So, you know, kudos to to Kellen Moore for scheming it up that way and making sure there's not a ton of you know five step drops. It's much more you know two three step drops. Get it out two three. Get it out. Um, but again, it's also the Cooper Rush just understanding. Hey, I got a young offensive line, and although Tyler Smith right now looks fantastic. Um, prior to Jason Peters going in last week, you got a, a second-year guy in Matt Farniak. You got a young guy in Tyler Biadish. So if I'm Cooper Rush, it, it just makes sense to try to get the ball out quicker. And it you know keeps those edge rushers, opposing edge rushers at bay. So, so with that being said, when Dak Prescott comes back, is it going to be much of the same? Or is it going to revert back to what we saw trying to push it down the field and it's more of a methodical game? And Or is it get the football out quick and, and allow your offensive line to work? So I think that's the question is how much do things change when Dak comes back into the fold? I think it needs to be the same until further notice. Uh, keep in mind, Dak Prescott, and we, we talked about this, Isaiah, Rob, Kyle, we talked about that, you know, Dak left via injury on the heels of what was easily the worst game of his NFL career. So yeah. when he comes back, we can't immediately assume he's just going to be the, you know, 4,500-yard passer, the one who fell just three yards shy of Tony Romo for a single-season um, passing record. Uh, we have to assume that he's going to need a little bit of time to regain form, especially with what will then be a new look wide receiver group that didn't look the same way when he went down in week one, which didn't look the same way from 2021. So I think that you continue to lean on the run when that gets back. You uh, kind of predicate your offense upon that and getting the ball out quickly. And then as Dak starts to get more comfortable, Isaiah, then, you know, you start taking more downfield shots. Yeah, I just think he needs to sit out until he's healthy. Just straight up. Just don't even come back until you have full grip strength. They have grip strength machines and all kinds of things like that where you can test out how measure. much power you have. Absolutely. And hopefully they've done that on that side of the building. Um, you know, I, My question for Cowboys Nation is, would you be willing to take a Dak Prescott who comes back and needs two games performing worse than Cooper Rush is to get back to his regular state, or would you rather keep Cooper Rush rolling the way he is? That's a question that people that that's what's going to be faced with, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be faced with, and that's what you might be facing when Dak comes back because there's a lot of things that you miss out on by not being live in the game, and that's just the reality. Dak had one game under his belt. He didn't have a preseason. This is how he played one game since freaking January. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, that's a long freaking time to not have a game under your belt. So now here he is missing three or you know about to be three weeks of ball four, five, possibly, whatever is down the road, and timing is off, cadence is off. You know, offensive line is probably going to start having less and less penalties. Now all of a sudden you put Dak back in there, now the penalties might show back up because yeah. they've gotten adjusted to Cooper Rush's timing, you know, his cadence, his his fluctuations of his voices. I mean, there's so much that goes into the game of football that everybody doesn't really take, for, take into consideration when you have a change at a position as important as a quarterback. Yeah, and, and I was thinking back to the Denver game last year. He, that was one game that he missed, and then the bye week, and with the calf strain. And it, you know, I think he was rusty seeing the field just just then. So I think that's that's going to be a factor. But the bottom line is, when he's ready to grip it and throw it, grip and rip it, he will be on. He's the back field in the because game. he's pushing probably right now to play. Oh yeah, I can do it. I can do it. And he's not ready, but but that's Dak. Yeah. And so once he's ready, they're going to put him out there. In and his I, in his mind, he's he's a competitor, yep. and he doesn't want to lose yeah. any kind of. 
leverage that he might have as a competitor and as a spot that that is his moving forward. But as a team, this is best case scenario. I mean, Cooper yep. Rush is balling out, yep. and you don't have to rush your franchise quarterback back into the fold. <laughs> See, absolutely, you don't have to rush him. <laughs> well, um, it, well. gives, it gives him time. To <laughs> Not on purpose. That's <laughs> good. Then, yeah, that was that was nice. Thanks. It does give him time to uh, to get 100 percent healthy. And we said this earlier in the week, and I'm of the, the mindset that as soon as he's 100 percent healthy. Uh, it doesn't matter if Cooper Rush is undefeated at that time. You put QB1 back in. And to answer Isaiah's question from my standpoint, I would rather take my lumps in October yeah. than in November and December. So the longer you wait to put Dak Prescott in, in a scenario wherein you might figure, okay, well, the hot hand, the hot hand, Dak will just get that. If you play that out, then he might come back in late October or early November when it's really critical that you start getting things together and you still need to iron out wrinkles. I don't want wrinkles to have to be ironed out in November. I'd rather, you know, put the, yeah, the, of course. the denim on the ironing board and get that taken care of early October. The, the challenge that he and the training staff and Coach McCarthy are going to face is that whatever happens this week, doesn't matter win or loss, your next two games are they're formidable. Right? You have some mm -hmm. solid freaking yeah. opponents coming up. Mm -hmm. So now you start looking at it, mm, is he close? Should we bring him back, right? We, we know we got two two rough games coming up against teams that are proven to be solid, especially in the NFC. So mm, do we – Especially in the interior. You think about the Rams and Aaron Donald. That's what and I'm then saying. you got a Philadelphia, Fletcher Cox, Jordan even, Davis, even Brandon more Graham. more Peters in there. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, Just that's a sidebar. I mean, yeah. no big deal. But that's, I mean, this, these are real questions, right? 80% Dak, let's call it and say next week he's 80%. Do you let him go? Or do you hold him back and just say, ah, we'll see how this thing goes? It's it's going to be a challenging position that this entire organization is in because a lot of guys play at 80%. Mm -hmm. Sorry for the fans out there. You think everybody's 100%. <laughs> the only time you're 100% is before you report to camp. That was, yeah, but yeah. guys are out there playing at 80%. Do you take an 80% Dak or do you want them at 100 and if you want him at 100, you might have to sacrifice not having him out there <clears throat> for not only this game, but Philly and for the Rams. What, Rob, when you were watching him throw on the practice field, even though it might have been very, very light, what would be your confidence meter look like, or what would your confidence meter look like for him to play at uh, near 100% starting against the Rams in Week 5? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I, I, it was encouraging that he could, he could grip the ball. Yeah. Like he, was, he was able to grip it. But again, very light. So in a week's time, like how much does that progress? I I don't know because I don't I don't think I've covered a guy that's had this this particular injury, a mm -hmm. quarterback. So I don't really know like how the timetable is to do it. But they're not. I don't think they're ruling this next week out, which would mean it would be a rapid period of uh, strength recovery with the with the grip. Sure. So uh, my my concern would be, um, I think, I believe. Regardless of what happens this Sunday against Washington, Cooper Rush has shown me he can go into hostile territory. He can win you a game. Um, you take that and you weigh it up against if Dak Prescott is 80%, are you going for an 80% Dak Prescott? I'd rather a 100% Dak Prescott in Philadelphia mm -hmm. against that Eagles pass rush and whatnot than an 80% uh, Dak Prescott in Los Angeles, a, a team that I think Cooper Rush has a shot at beating. I'm not saying that. You know that I'm not giving my prediction on that just yet, but I think Cooper Rush has a solid shot at beating him, especially with the defense that he has on the other side of the ball. Yeah. So I would rather 100% Dak Prescott for Philly and beyond. 
than 80% against Los Angeles. And then what happens if Aaron Donald gets hands on him and takes him down and he goes to brace? And I don't like thinking about those types of things. Yeah. I want that 100% healthy. It is a long season, and there's still a lot left to play. Oh, for sure. But, you know, so, those are very important games, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're, I mean every game is, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, those yeah. NFC and NFC yeah. East. So, yeah. I think they have the second easiest strength of schedule. In the league, if I'm correct. Right. Most of that is because of your division and how bad yeah. they were last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, but you got, you know, some teams that are just not sure. very good. Jacksonville later, exactly. Houston. But these are important games. Yeah, in absolutely. terms of not only are they important because of the division that they're in, but it's also important because you need to know who you are. Mm-hmm. These are teams that you're going to find out who you are against. Obviously, you know, you, you look at Cincinnati and you look at Tampa, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Cincinnati hasn't been Cincinnati except for yesterday they showed up. But, you know, that those are – Tests that you want to have. That's your midterms. Even though it's early enough season, those are your midterm tests where you say, okay, let's evaluate where we're at. How good are we really at these particular positions? Because these guys have some dudes. And, you know, there is, you know, people, when you think about the the thumb or the fing- any finger, right? Everybody who plays football has dislocated fingers and it sucks, right? I mean, you're talking about small joints that don't have a lot of muscle mass around them. You're talking about tendons that have to get accustomed to squeezing and gripping and flexing and strengthening. It's, it's a whole lot that goes into it. It's not just, okay, sit back, let it heal. Okay, go out there and throw the ball again. Yep. Like, no, you're, you have to adjust back to right. gripping again. And some things, sometimes you're gripping the ball differently. Ball comes out bad or the, the bad shotgun snap, it hits you in your thumb. Like, there's a lot of things that go into it aside from just going out there and grabbing a ball and throwing it. Mm. You remember the initial diagnosis for this injury was six to eight weeks. Yeah. And we're only in week three going exactly. into week four of that injury. So it's different. There's a timetable to it, and that timetable looks more muddy and muddy as we get closer to when it actually is going to happen. I I wouldn't be against letting this thing play out. Win or lose with Cooper Rush this week, next week, and the week after, I want Dak Prescott to be healthy, and I don't want to be a question about what he's doing when he comes back into the fold at all. When he's back and when he's ready, give me Dak Prescott. Absolutely. Let's ride. But outside of that, no, not Russell Wilson. (laughs) Please no Russell Wilson. But – let that happen before you put him back into the fold. That's the biggest thing, I think, moving forward. By the way, Cooper Rush, this is a really fun stat. One of four undrafted quarterbacks in the common draft era to have a winning record and a 90-plus passer rating in his career as a starter. Those other three, Tony Romo, Jason Garrett, which is one of the other quarterbacks that had won their first three starts for the Cowboys, and Kurt Warner. The Hall of Famer. Those are the only three other quarterbacks in NFL him. history. You might have heard of him. that have had that stat. <laughs> the Cooper Rush movie is that coming one day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, I just saw that on Prime. Yeah. They got the Kurt Warner movie. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty. Did cool. you watch a, it? No, I've not. But okay. I mean, you talk about an amazing story. Yeah, and for you know, Hall of Famer, crazy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going that far with Cooper Rush, but I'm I, he is off to a, a great start, and and he gives a lot of credit to the team around like he was asked about what right. it would mean to be start off four and oh he's like it just means i've got a hell of a defense a running game great receivers guys are stepping up for him that's what you have to do when a backup's in and, and he's not wrong i mean he he would be justified in i mean he'll never do it publicly so we should do it for him give him give him his roses for the play that he's putting up because cincinnati notwithstanding which you know a couple dropped interceptions but uh, as far as his accuracy and decision making against the giants it was Mm -hmm. phenomenal so he's playing phenomenal football right now so roses to cooper rush for that but it's also true that what he said is accurate i mean he has the best defense in the nfl on the opposite side of the ball he has two of the best running backs in the league behind him he has an offensive line that's really starting to come 
come together and then they now they drop Jason Peters into the fold. Go ahead and flex Isaiah. Hey. Um, and so he he's right. And then you have special teams. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention mention the prowess of special teams as well. So anger. It, they're winning as a team right now. Um so again, I don't see and you're right, each of these games are important. Um, logistically speaking, the Philadelphia game is more important because it's a it's a double up, right? It's the mm. NFC and the NFC East, East if you can get that win there, or it's a double up on a loss if you lose there. I want Dak Prescott 100 yep. percent for that game and beyond more yep. than I want him 80 uh, percent in Los Angeles. No doubt about it, and that's I think the conversation moving forward. But our conversation moving forward is going to be what matchups to watch this week against the Washington Commanders. We'll give our matchups, and then we'll start picking some games. By the way, if you want to be a part of our Pick'em segment, give us a call, 888-855-2297. We will have you on hold, and then we'll have you as a part of the fan segment coming up soon when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to Talking Cowboys. Are you the ultimate Cowboys fan? Well, if you are, you're probably listening to this show, right? I mean, right? If yeah. you're the ultimate Cowboys fan, you got to be listening to this show. <laughs> I mean, of show. course, the best show ever. That's usually how it goes. So if you are one of those fans, or if you have a friend that's a fan like that, you can nominate them for the NFL 
and Cowboys Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan and win a trip to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. Nominate yourself or a friend at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. Back here with Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. And uh, since it is Say It With Your Chest Friday, we got to get something off of our chest as well. And it, it really, uh, this one hurts a little bit. I'm not going to lie to a you. Lot. A lot. Um, a lot. Yeah, you're right. And it's Gavin Escobar, yeah. um, one of the guys that uh, really lit up a locker room during his time and, and lit up the building during his time with the Cowboys, former tight end for Dallas, uh, passing away yesterday because of an accident out in California. And, Rob, you, you probably spent the most time with, with Gavin. Chris Beam in the back also. Chris, if you want to add something here, you totally can as well. But uh, sad, sad news coming down yesterday. Yeah, the reports and, and the Cowboys put out a message on Twitter last night. Um, a rock climbing accident mm. out in the desert. Um, he, you know, it, it, one of two people apparently passed away in the accident. Oh, and um, you know, it's it, it's just sad. he's such an he was such a nice person and uh, and a really talented player. Um, he he played with a few teams I think after you know four years with the Cowboys and. I didn't know kind of where he had moved on next in his life, but he had just become a firefighter, I think, in February. Um, and the Long Beach Fire Department actually is the is the one that that announced this. So, oh man, you know, just another blow to the Cowboys family. I mean, you think about all the people they have lost. This organization has lost in the past year, and, mm-hmm. and I'm I can't even name everybody. But you know, Marion Barber, Gary Brown, Marilyn Love, Dan Reeves, Rayfield Wright. You just go on and on, and and this is another one. And at 31 years old, I mean, yeah. it's. Um, Two kids, wife. Mm. It's awful. Yeah, not fun at all. It's uh, I mean, there there aren't words to can that can describe a you know when you when when the world loses a, a loses a spirit like that. Um, mm. you know, like like Rob said so eloquently, um, Escobar was a light in this world, and to proof of that was what he went on to do. Um, what he was going on to do after his NFL career with, you know, being a firefighter, he was looking to help people and save lives. Um, unfortunately lost his, um, like you said, Colin, the rock, rock climbing accident and, you know, prayers and condolences and, and just endless positive vibes to, you know, his family, his children. And, you know, the world lost a good one in 31 years old. It, it just, it's a constant reminder that um, live, live, yep. yep. live. No doubt about it. He'll be great, man. He'll he did great. that too. I mean, the way that he played in his NFL career, and then the way that uh, the way that he worked into his post career too. Played with the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Ra- Ravens, the Browns, and the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, coming out of San Diego State, a second round pick back in 2013. So, rest in peace, Gavin Escobar. Yes. Definitely yes. a uh, a a shot to the Cowboys family and somebody that uh, we've all gotten to watch over the last couple of years. So. Now we're moving on from that and, and trying to look ahead now to the Washington. Uh, ooh, almost did it. Mm-mm, almost I heard did it. The R. Mm, no, it was an F. Oh, almost I, said football team. Uh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, mess yeah, that yeah. one up. Okay. But I almost said football team. But it's the Washington Commanders. But are we sure they're one of those? No. I'm <laughs> what? Are we, are we sure they're a football team? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to go that far because now if, if well, they, Isaiah said they're compost, so I don't think he. <laughs> you said it too on Monday. Or I didn't Tuesday. say compost. What I, did you say? I said their stadium is a septic tank. Mm. So I mean, we're you okay, know, I mean, you know, 
Either Man, way. I'd rather be composted a septic tank. Yeah, I think I would too. <laughs> That's just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fix your plumbing. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Well, matchups to watch. Isaiah, who are you looking at for a big-time matchup this week? Special teams. Mm-hmm. Mm. Special teams. Uh, <clears throat> their special teams unit jumps off the screen when you watch these guys on film. It is, I know nobody pays attention to that stuff but me, but it's important. And I think Dallas's special teams has been, a, been an unsung hero through these first uh, few games. Not only Brian Anger, one of the best in the world to do it. Last year, obviously one of two best in the world. And I think he's just continuing to pick up where he left off. That Where he's putting these punts and how he's flipping <laughs> field position, people, please pay attention to it. Mm. Please pay attention to it. It's not the the day of old times where it's just like you didn't care about your kicker and your punter. This dude is changing the game. And as well as the defense is playing, look where these teams are having to start their series at. And then, yes, the defense goes out there and takes care of business. But the defense and Brian Anger are hip to hip a lot of times. And he does an amazing job of pinning these teams in bad positions or where they either can't return a punt or where they just don't want to. And either way, he's doing an amazing job. And then our coverage teams are obviously doing a great job as well. And then returns. I mean, everybody talks about Kevontae Turpin, and, yeah, they very well should be. But he can't do what he does without the guys that are out there blocking for him. I say all that to say Washington's cover teams, they get after it. They freaking go. So I'm looking forward to seeing the matchup, especially when Turpin has some opportunities on punt return and kick return, on if our guys can get it blocked up and give him a chance because these guys – they run hard. They're they're bigger guys. They run hard and they hit and they tackle really well too. So I'll be watching the special teams unit. Maybe not this week, but at some point this season, do you think Turpin has a return touchdown? Yes. Punt or yeah, kick yeah, at see. some point? Yeah, if they keep giving him opportunities. Yeah. I mean everything about it, every opportunity he's had this year, he's made them pay for it. Yeah. Now everybody's looking, everybody a lot a lot of fans are looking for the touchdown. But understand, the return he had last week, that was like two first downs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's Six to seven, six, seven, eight mm-hmm. plays less that Kellen Moore has to try to figure out. Fact. Right? By Kirk, by Turpin doing that over a span of two seconds. Massive. I think he gets the touchdown in uh in Los Angeles. I think it's something about oh, that. Oh, he goes sofi. right back to SoFi. I think it's something it? about that SoFi cooking. Um but I my Isaiah ma- and I won't be in the booth, so it's a yeah, little, it might it, be a little different. It's a little yeah, different. We definitely had that the call. The atmosphere Is was that better. What it was? We definitely mm-hmm. had that call. Yeah, Matter of yeah. fact, I actually I actually called that one. Yeah. Robin, oh, I'll, you and I Robin were I'll standing. <laughs> yeah, so I'll else. take it from here. Okay, you got it. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> um, before, before the, <laughs> that's why there's no air conditioning <laughs> in that building. <laughs> oh my God! Don't get me started. Um, my my matchup to watch against the Commanders is going to be. Um, I, I'm confident Tyler Smith is going to handle his business on the edge, but I'm looking to see Jason Peters slash Zach Martin and Tyler Beatish as well against the Bama boys. Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. Um, they, those two guys, they can wreck yep. a game. Uh, and as we've talked about you know, quite a bit, if you win the interior of the line, uh, you know, then you're probably going to win. Uh, that yeah. that particular game. So Cowboys need to keep the pressure from impacting Cooper Rush and that Cowboys running rushing attack uh, from the interior, and that's going to mean stopping both Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen. And you know, all eyes on Zach Martin. You know, Zach Martin's going to be Zach Martin. So good luck to the Bama boys when it comes to matching up against Zach Martin. But based on what we saw with Jason Peters at guard and the limited snaps in New York, good luck going against Jason Peters as well. So you're talking about two future Hall of Famers going against two All Pros. <laughs> something's got to give 
key media for that. That's what's yeah. funny to me. People, I mean, very much so. People need to give Zach Martin his freaking props. He's that freaking dude, right? He's we, we, we've been talking about this upstairs. That yeah. dude, but like, yeah. Zach Martin has how many Pro Bowls? Seven. Seven, Seven to yeah. date, right? Yeah. Today, he's younger than Peters. But how many does Peters have? Nine. You're talking about two freaking dudes. So people are talking about Peters, the 40-year-old, that played left tackle. <laughs> and you're taking a pro, a pro, somebody who has more Pro Bowls and a more <laughs> successful se- a, a career than Zach Martin does and putting him one hole over. Like, Ring two. Freaking A. Like the way you put it, too, both guys in between two young players. Mm-hmm. Beatish Steele on the right side, Tyler Beatish on the left side. That is invaluable, man. And apparently Peters has been really good in the locker room about pat- paying it forward. Everybody to keeps guys. saying Everybody that. Everybody keeps yeah, saying it. Zeke said it yesterday as well. We, we asked Zeke about how it feels, like how does it look when Peters is in the game. Uh, and, of course, he, he said it looks fantastic for the most part. But then at the same time, he was like – he immediately – Calls. Immediately, <laughs> he started talking about the mentoring and yeah. what he imparts upon the, the young Wisdom. guys like Tyler Smith. And so everybody keeps saying that Peters has been fantastic. It's one thing to come in and say it because in his opening media availability, Peters was like, I want to be somewhere where I can help people grow mm-hmm. and help people get better. And Tyler Smith is a, a, one guy out of a bunch of guys here that could use that type right, of Matt, mentor, mentorship and, and allow guys like Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, and now Jason Peters to teach this is really intriguing to me. I know Rob probably has something to say on this too. It's really intriguing to me that last game when Peters came in, he had that amazing block, you know, Pollard takes off, but then you see him on the following plays and it was almost like he was getting confirmation and affirmation of what his responsibilities were from Tyler Biotis. So Tyler Biotis giving him the commands, and you guys go back and watch it. He's turning to Biotis and getting the word like, hey, well, what am I doing here? Okay, cool. And we're they're, they're, you know, they're on the right. same page. Now they're on one accord. Yeah. Watch how that changes. Mm. Watch how that changes once he has a full understanding and confidence in the offense. Now you're going to have, like you mentioned, a Tyler Biotis in the middle, calling the plays, right, calling things up front, and he's going to have Peters on his left, Martin on his right, and those guys be able to communicate with him saying, no, no, let's not do that. Let's do this. Because they know better. Right. That, to me, and that's the reason why I said put him in there at that position. That's Aside different. from that, it's different, man. Yeah. Like, for him to look both ways and say, these guys are both freaking Hall of Famers that are still doing what they do, they have more knowledge than me. They know better than me. It doesn't matter if you put Payne here. It doesn't matter if you put Fletcher Cox here. Mm-hmm. Them guys are going to tap me on my hip and say, let's go, combo. Right. You know, or whatever whatever the call might be, and you have full confidence that you're good because these are one of the best that ever have done it. Hall of Fame sandwich. Yeah, it's the Hall of Fame sandwich. It's the Hall of Fame sandwich. It's a Biata sandwich on Hall of Fame bread. Oh, exactly. That's actually a little yeah, what that bit is. better than Brio. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It, so how much do you expect him to play this week? If I mean, we said the other day that more than 14 snaps is a pretty safe bet. Absolutely. But if he's working him to practice and he's continuing to take more reps and snaps do you expect him to play more than 14 snaps i do i don't know how many I, it's going to depend on like mccarthy always says we'll go through the whole week and see how he's doing maybe 30 30 plus and then you and then you just kind of incrementally do it per week maybe that's the way they do it yeah i'm interested to see i think i i would be surprised if it's not more than two series which is what he got last week yeah yeah could be more hopefully it's more if it is then 
Washington's going to have a tough time getting inside pressure. I expect it to be more. You'd expect more, like more than more than I mean, fourteen last week. Yeah, more I, than that. I think. That's I, I would expect that. that he'd start and get upwards of between twenty to twenty-five, depending on how the series yeah. are going. And then they put Farniak in. But yeah, he's he's going to get more than fourteen. Yeah. And you're getting Connor McGovern healthy, too. I don't know if he'll be ready this week. But they've got, as we said on Media Match yesterday, there's some good problems that they're getting at certain positions. Mm-hmm. Safety, yeah. guys getting healthier. J-Ron's getting close. It's That's pretty huge. Good. Pretty as good. we also said on Talking Cowboys yesterday, so <laughs> if you missed that episode, run it back. This is a show that people, y'all need to come to to get that knowledge. You understand me? Not science. only do you get that knowledge, you get wisdom, and you get science. That's science. <laughs> you get pegs percolating. You, just, yeah, you, you, the get percolating. you also get in <laughs> fan involvement, too, because when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, we are going to – got to stop that. <laughs> I'll save it for the SLRE. You got an SLRE. I'll save it for the SLRE. When we come back, we are picking the best games around the NFL, and we'll continue on in a moment here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys.
Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more. Essilor here on Talking Cowboys. He's he's setting up calls. It's okay. It's fine. And it actually worked this time. And it did work this time. Yeah, man. Got the WD-40 rolling. I prepared it. You know what? It's okay. We'll get to it next week. We'll, we'll get right back at it. It's been it's been a long week. There you go. There now, it is. Knock that out of the way. Knock it out of the way. There it is. But it, it's like the anchorman clip. I can't work <laughs> oh. under these conditions. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is not what Say It With Your Chest is supposed yes, to look yeah. like. Oh, that is not what it's look. That's not what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, nope, nope, nope. If you want to pick games, call in now. Yep, call Here's in now. Chance. 888-855-2297. 888-855-2297. Give us a call if you want to pick. Uh, be a part of if our pickup segment. Uh, pick. All right, let's take a look at DraftKings. <laughs> These are your under-the-radar DraftKings guys to watch this week. You can play for free for over a million dollars with your deposit. Cooper Rush. Kevontae Turpin, Jake Ferguson, and the defense. Patrick, who are you picking out of that group of guys? I'm, I'm going with the defense on this one. I'm going with the defense. Um, it's I, good value I, with 3500 Absolutely it is. You take that value and you weigh it up against the offensive line they're going up against, the quarterback they're going up against. I love the, the mentality they have going into this week. They're not overlooking the commanders. They're really looking to do some destruction. So, yeah, I'm going with the defense on this one. I think No C and I have taken the defense all four weeks. I'm, I'm just going to keep going. And I'm not sorry. Not sorry about it. Uh, I would take the defense, but I'm going to be a different uh, guy over here. I'm going to okay. go with Cavate Turpin. $3,200. $3,200. Okay, I'm going to go with Turpin just because I think it's a big matchup for the special teams unit. And I think that he is ready for that challenge. And I think that Bones Fossil is going to ensure that these guys are ready like Freddie. Ready to go right now like John Legend. Meet me, me. Mm, okay. Like that. So defense, defense. I, I would even look at Jake Ferguson there. I wonder what the, the value would be because he's 2,500. If Dalton Schultz isn't in play, what Peyton Hendershots would look like. Maybe take a look yeah, at that if you're on DraftKings, yeah, too. Like to I don't know what his number would look like, right. but from a fantasy 15, standpoint, 20. he may be one of those guys you might want to keep That might it, be tremendous value on. if Schultz yeah. doesn't go. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot your shot. How about that? All right. It's time to pick some games. Heck yeah. Um, Let's do it. I'm not completely through with the uh, with the standings mm. update, but I will say of, of the, yeah. the games that I've, I've heard on my phone, I'm going to try and get it by the end of the episode. But last week, at the moment, the fans are 3-2. and two. Rob is leading the way at 4-1. and one. His Whoa. only one that he's missed so far was the Dolphins. Uh, he picked the bill, the Bills to beat the Dolphins, and the Dolphins won that game. I can't game. get the Bills right. Uh, uh, me and Patrick at the yeah. moment are three and one. I haven't heard the pick of the the game that we're doing there, and Isaiah's two and two at the moment. So. I have room to room to lose. Yeah, I'm coming. Back. You had one game lead, so oh, okay. right now you would be Down tied one. with pretty much everybody. Clawing back, so good, clawing huh? my way Jeez. back in. Yeah. I'm, I'm my brother's keeper. You know, I want to make sure that if I fall back, so that I can be on the same level playing field. Mm. Oh, thank you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, thank goodness. So, so humble. Yeah. <laughs> what a sacrifice it is for you yes, to do. Yes. All right, Beamer, do we have a caller here for Talking Cowboys here on this Say It With Your Chest Friday in week four? 
Right now, your caller is going to be me because no one's calling. Oh, what you got, Beamer? Oh, we can have what Beamer pick. Beamer pick. 888 I was about to go step out in the hall and say there's a tour going by. That would be awesome. Where's B in Ohio? Bring somebody in. Yeah, exactly. Beamer as a guest. Beamer, what's your question for us today, huh? No question. No question. No question. That was a good quick Okay, Beam, you want to pick today? Yeah. You want to represent the fans? We haven't done this yet. Beamer from Frisco. <laughs> oh, he just ran back in. Oh, did he? Did oh, he really? He tried to go get up. He somebody was from the hallway. To see if it was a tour. Yeah, he was serious. He was serious. <laughs> he's back in. The, he's back in the office now. Okay, have jazz maybe. You in there? Mm-hmm. around. I'm here now. All right, I'll see if there's a tour outside. You're picking. There's not. You're picking. Pick, okay. All right. Let's so go. our picks for Chris in Frisco. Welcome to Talking Cowboys. <laughs> Chris here on this Say it with your chest Friday. How about that? All right. Uh, let's start things <laughs> off with the. I hear a phone ringing in the background. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, we give it a lot of opportunity. Pick I'm, it up. See, see if they see who it is, and if it's somebody that's already picked, then you're going to pick it. How about that? All right, give me a second. Okay, here we go. We're going to pause. We're going to vamp here. It's We're probably Carson to Wentz. Oh, yeah? yeah? It's Carson Wentz calling in with his prediction. That what would, be what would his prediction be? Pain. <laughs> you can interpret that however you want. <laughs> prediction? Pain. Pain. All right, I got someone. Hey, okay, got who Bob is in Nashville. Clutch. Let's go, Bob. Bob in Nashville, our Clutch guy. Like Bobby. Okay. How about Clutch Bob coming in right there at the end? We're going to get Chris and Frisco on this show at some point. Yes, down the at line. some point. But what, what's up, Bob? How's it going, my friend? Good, guys. I felt sorry for you, so I thought I'd call in again. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you for feeling sorry for us. All right, here we go. Let's go with the the Bills on the road against the Ravens. The Ravens Ooh. at 2-1, and one, and then the Bills trying to bounce back after a loss last week. Against the Dolphins. Why are you Bob, doing this to me? I know. Bob, what you got in this one? I'm going with the Bills. I think uh, they're a little angry after what happened last week. So I think um, they're going to come back strong. And I also think that um, their offense is just uh, too good for Baltimore. They are very good. Isaiah? Are the Bills secondary, are they healthy this week? Mm. They've still got guys out kind of scattered I'll throughout. Go Baltimore. Okay. Um, I'm going Baltimore the last two weeks, split that one and one. The Ravens secondary, I want to choose Baltimore, but that Ravens secondary against Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs scares mm. me. I'm taking Buffalo. Okay. Congrats to Isaiah. I'm taking the Bills. Mm, I'm going to go with the Ravens at home. I think you get it done at home. Uh, all right. Check, you know. Yep, no doubt. Uh, Seahawks on the road against the Lions. Lions got a win. <laughs> they've, been, they've been having some fun. Uh, Isaiah, who you got on this one? Seattle, baby. Seattle. All right. I'm going to take Detroit. What? Bob, who you got? That's a tough one. I think I'm going to go with Detroit. I really like what they're doing so far this year, and I think um, their offense is just a little too much for Seattle. Uh, Hold on to the Dan Campbell bandwagon, sir. Rob. Dan Campbell was my first interview with the Cowboys oh. a long time ago, That's but I'm, I'm going Seahawks. Okay. High five. Very nice. <laughs> I'm going with the Dan Campbells. Mm. Um, I, I said it last season. I'm going to say it again this season. The Lions cannot be overlooked. They are scrappy. They can beat you up and make it challenging. So. We have Patriots and the Packers. We got to go, guys. Okay, Gino. All right, calm down, Gino Smith. Patrick and the, or excuse me, the Patriots and the Packers. This sounds like a Patrick mm-hmm. going first game. Get it with the P's. I like it. Okay, okay. Patrick. That's why you stumbled all over. Who you got? Yep, I'm going with the Packers. Okay, Isaiah. What was the matchup? Patriots and who? Patriots Packers. and the Packers. Oh, A. A. Ron's getting it figured out. Yep. Mm, all right. 
Pack? Yeah. No Bob, who you got? I got Packers. Yeah, give me Green Bay as well. This is a really fun one. Sunday Night Football, the Chiefs and the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Rob? Bucks offenses. Ugh. Give me the Chiefs. Mm, okay. Give me give me Kansas City as well on the road. Isaiah? Mm. TB12 is getting his guys back. Okay. Let's go. So you're going the Bucks. Yeah. Bob? Chiefs. Okay. It's not like Mahomes hasn't uh hasn't done some damage in Tampa before. I'm taking Mahomes and the well, Chiefs. Tampa beat Mahomes in that Super Bowl. Yeah, and, right? yeah, but Mahomes still knows how to put up okay. points. Okay, I just want to make sure. Rams in the 49ers Monday night football matchup and the NFC West division. I'm gonna take the Rams on the road against San Francisco. Uh that team just hasn't figured it out offensively yet. Patrick. Rams. Okay. Bobby Wagner. So the Rams. Rams. Bob. I'm going to go with an upset 49ers. Ooh, I like mm. it. Say it Bob. with your chest. Bob, I like spicy it. Spicy Bob. Spicy. All right. Let's see how spicy you get on this one. Cowboys at home against the Washington Commanders. Big time matchup at noon on Sunday. Bob, who you got in this one? I got the boys 24 to 16. Oh, I thought you were just going to say two. That's a, I, I thought it was going to be 24 to 2, and I would have loved that statement as well. Bob, thank you for your support as Thanks always. For Thanks clutch, for yeah, coming in and clutch here today. Appreciate you as always, and we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. There he goes. Bob from Nashville. All right, Rob, who you got? I forgot my matchup. Charles Leno Jr., Sam Cosby. Mm-hmm. Giddy up, because it's going to be a yeah, – that's the challenge. Can they stop? 11 sacks, I think, from the Cowboys' edge rusher so far this season. I think Micah gets back in the sack column. Cowboys win like 24-17. Okay. So still kind of a tight game, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, Cowboys' defense is is going to maul Carson Wentz in that offense. And I think Cooper Rush and that wide receiver core is starting to kind of gel a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first game of the season that the Cowboys break the 30 mark. Cowboys 31-13. Okay. Okay. I – I don't think you're going to have as many sacks as you're think like as everybody kind of looks into it. I think it would be like three or four sacks, but you're going to get three turnovers. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to take away the football three times from this Washington offense. The Cowboys win. I'm going to say 27 to 10. 27 10 Cowboys get the dub. All right, Isaiah, who you got? I'm going 35 10. Dang. No John doubt. Ridgeway stands no chance this week. <laughs> <laughs> the marquee matchup to look out for, John Ridgeway against the Cowboys' entire offensive line. He's going to take on all five of them at one point, right? Ridgeway versus Peters, baby. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Oh, yeah, that'll be a fun one. Yeah. First, first time matchup. It's going really. to happen. <laughs> yeah, it should, right? It should. All right, that does it here for us on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Hope you you had some fun with us this week, and we will be back on Monday to break it all down for you at 9 a.m. Central Time. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, I'm Kyle Yeomans, Patrick Walker as well. I I don't know why I just skipped over. I've been going all over the place. But Patrick Walker, I'm Kyle Yeomans saying so long. We'll see you next week here on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?